0: back to another episode of the deep three pod. I am Alexis joined with Nate and Mikey and today we're going to get into the series that are going on. We are well into the playoffs 2022 and we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. Um I don't even know where to start. It's been a very interesting series on the east and west so far. Let's I guess go to the east. I feel like we've talked about them the most. Um I don't even know who should we start with. Brooklyn Nets and Celtics, how about that? Let's start with that. They had a heated game. I know, very a lot was going on from the crowd to the players. How did you guys feel about that game and the way that everyone played?
1: Yeah, I thought obviously we knew this was probably going to be the best series in round one. You know, in both conferences, uh, but man, it, it lived up to the hype for sure. And all the stars. I mean, KD, he, he he was the one that probably didn't play the best out of everybody, you know, all the big stars, but Kyrie went off and, you know, Tatum is making it. Now that they're in the playoffs again, you know, he's just elevating that superstar status a little more by having that big game. And obviously that game winner that was set up uh, by Marcus Smart. But man, like we got a series that we we want. It just it sucks that it's in the first round because these teams this would, this would be a fun finals uh, conference finals match.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like if KD that game was so close and so good, and the atmosphere and the from the fans going to Kyrie and Kyrie going back at the fans to the mm-hmm. game when like it was just a great game, and uh, I'm excited to see the next one. Honestly, Boston's playing good. And I don't think KD would have a another game as bad as that one. Mm-mm. So, okay, we'll see how the series turns out.
0: What do you guys feel like was throwing KD off kind of defect? Like was the environment?
1: I honestly think he just had a bad night. I mean, I don't – They, uh, I mean, I could. I, I did see the Celtics defense like probably frustrating him a little bit because they were poking the ball loose and, you know, causing some turnovers early on in that game and probably uh, got to KD a little bit, you know, on the deep uh, offensive side, he he couldn't really get it going uh, because yeah, they were locking him up. They were switching well and guarding him, but I I think we're going to see a bounce back game from KD. There's no way he, he, he doesn't, you know, come back from that game. And, you know, if, if he has a regular KD night, just an average KD night, they, they beat the Celtics handedly. So, uh, from what I took from that Nets loss, uh, I like a lot because, you know, they, they entered in the season as the favorites and in the, come to the playoffs, you know, against the Celtics, they were the underdogs, so they, they, they put up a fight. Um, but I, I think KD is going to be able to bounce back in game two here on Wednesday, tomorrow night.
0: Yeah. Given that the Nets saw how the Celtics played then, what do you feel like they need to change for their next game? Do differently?
2: Just make sure they lock in defensively, honestly. Like, that last possession of that game was ridiculous. There's no way Katie should have lost him right there, you know? So, and that's, that can be one of the biggest game changers. So, I think, like, do it they doing the offense, like, whatever, just shots just got to go down. And then defensively, make sure you lock in. Know your man is out time and all that, so. Yeah.
0: Okay moving on let's go ahead and get into the 76ers and Raptors um they previously played yesterday 76ers Mm. beating them 112 to 97 what is I feel like what are the 76ers doing now that they were kind of struggling with I feel like the last two to three weeks
2: I just kind of don't think I don't think that Toronto is a good, like, matchup for him. Like, I don't think nobody can guard Joel Embiid at all. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have nobody even close to being able to do that. So, it's just kind of like, you know, what can you do? And then Maxie is hoping to too. So, it's like everything, they, they're just kind of clicking. James Harden could play better, though. But, I mean, you got Joel Embiid on your team and nobody, nobody can guard him, like, at all. You know, you can't really do much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I,
1: yeah. I feel the same way. Um. They're just, they're just out, man. And if Maxie's gonna play the way he's been playing the first two games. You know, it, it's hard to stop Harden and, and be alone. And then you add in Maxie and then Tobias, who, I mean, this is the Tobias we wanted to see when they made that trade. I mean, he was supposed to be that number three piece, and if he can play like a number three, number two, number three as a four. I mean that—that's you're getting a lot um, out of these guys that you probably didn't think you were going to get, and and that's a good thing because they all played what 37 minutes or more
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: that, all, that starting five. So I, I think if it, just it's a bad matchup for the Raptors. I I, I don't it, we thought this might have been a close series, but yeah, it's looking like a sweep.
0: Definitely is. Um, yeah. Philly leads 2-0 right now. Uh, moving on to the Bulls, our hometown team. That game on Sunday, it was a close close game. Bulls definitely held their own. You can see the frustration um, with the Bulls, with the refs. What do you guys feel like was lacking? Besides, consider the size difference of the team physically. What else do you feel like the Bulls were just not getting
1: I just I don't think we're, he, even DeRozan came out mm-hmm. and said right like he's not gonna go what what he goes six for twenty five whatever 25, it was five, yeah yeah so he said he that ain't gonna happen again and honestly it, if he hits you know just four more shots Bulls probably end up winning that game um, and our biggest question mark was Booch and he played phenomenally um, and so uh, if Booch can be consistent like that all series and DeRozan picks it up and kind of puts that slump kind of like KD did in in, um, in game one there I think the Bulls can at least make it a a competitive series I don't think they're going to win still Milwaukee Mm -hmm. I think it's just too too like it's too much more talent than than the Bulls Um, especially when you got Giannis who's you know potentially arguably the best player in the league right now so um, I think they just they they just got to keep playing like they did in Caruso I mean, if he's gonna play defense like that, the Bulls are gonna have a chance late in the game.
2: Mm. Yeah, there's just yeah, I think they're just outmatched, honestly. Not, I don't really think there's not really things much they can do. I, I wanna say like the Bulls might be able to steal a game, maybe, maybe two games. But I don't really think I, I don't think it's anything that they could do much better, especially with like Lonzo and stuff that's gonna make them make this series like a difference maker, you know. hmm
0: Make or break. Okay, valid points, and then for our last series in the East, we have the Heat um playing the Falcons. Miami is leading them one and zero. Um, any takeaways from that game or the series so far?
2: Shoot, I mean, the Heat looked like they got like got it on lock, you know, but I don't think Trey Young is going to play as bad as he played that game. Like that, among clamps, can't really hit nothing. It was just not. there, wasn't nothing was going for him, and uh, Clint Capella was out too, so it's. I don't really think they have much. Of, I don't think the Hawks have much of a chance at all. Honestly, I didn't even think they were going to win the uh, playing tournament. So that's how I feel about them. Oh, what you think, Mike?
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that he got this got this series locked up as well. Um, especially with Capella not being out there. I mean, he's their defensive anchor. It's like the Warriors missing Draymond out there, um, and it, you saw it, it's a big difference. I just think Miami's too good defensively. Uh, if you can stop Trey Young like they did. I mean, there's really nobody else we can count on on Atlanta to have uh, the consistency that at least Trey Young has. And I mean, you know, Trey Young, he's not gonna, they're not gonna go out without a fight, that's for sure. But as far as the series, I I think Miami is, it's just, they're gonna run away with
0: it. Miami has that one. Yeah. Okay, moving over to the West, one game I do wanna ask you guys about, I know you guys were talking about it earlier. Um Golden State played the mm-hmm. Nuggets are leading 2-0 Steph put up a great game posted uh, 34 points we only playing 23 minutes what takeaways can we get from those two games and what can the Nuggets do to turn game 3 and 4 around for them I
2: don't think there's <laughs> anything
0: is... the Nuggets could do <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not
2: like without... Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. especially is not nothing you can do. It's an experienced Warriors team, like a star-studded, experienced Warriors team
0: mm-hmm. that's been
2: here, has done this, and uh, I mean, and Jordan, what they get Jordan Poole with like the twenty eighth, twenty eighth pick in the draft, twenty eighth like pick in the draft, yeah, that's a steal, bro, because that man is hooping. So I mean, it's one of them, it's another one of them things where it's kind of like yeah, they can't really do much. It's just how it is. I, yeah,
1: I feel like we all kind of forgot how good and how well they, they draft and how, how you know, well they develop the players that they draft. I mean, you look at their starting five in Golden State, you know, Clay, Seth, you know, technically should be in the starting role, and then Poole, and, and you got Draymond. I mean, these are guys you all drafted in-house. You got Kaminga and Moody and Wiseman that are young, like Poole as well. I mean, like you're seeing the new era kind of come in for the Golden State, but obviously with Weissman being hurt, we're not going to really see him. But, I mean, this team, I mean, I, Steve Kerr, I, I don't know how he, he doesn't get more recognition as, you know, the top two coach in, in the NBA right now because I just think what he's been able to do um, with the players, you, you just see Jordan Poole, it's so easy for him. He looks like a young Steph, like early on you know, in, in those Warriors years, the way he, he's cutting with the basketball, the way he's moving. I mean, he's getting guys with head fakes dribble. The handles aren't quite there yet, but I mean, he, he's getting there. So, it, I don't know. It got me geeked up because I like those Warriors teams, you know, from a few years ago, five, six years ago and everything. So, it's just fun to see them. It looks like they're they're back. I know it's the Nuggets. I know it's Jokic, but I mean, Draymond, I it was like the start of the second half. And Looney was playing Jokic and Jokic got two baskets right off top of the key and then Draymond switches on next next possession and he couldn't do anything with it. So, I mean, you got Draymond playing at a defensive player, like league defensive player of the year type level. It's going to be hard for anybody to really match up with these guys.
0: Yeah, definitely. I saw that uh I know it was a lot of talk that um Jordan Poole didn't make the most improved. Do you guys feel like that should have been given to him? Most improved player.
2: Should at least be in the conversation for it. Yeah. He played G, he played G League minutes last season. You know what I'm saying? So it's like and now he's sitting here going crazy. Second second behind Wilt Chamberlain in like the first two franchise games for points. Um, you know what I'm saying? His first two games was like that's tough, you know. It has to at least be in conversation, I feel like. Oh, most
1: definitely. I mean, his stats in the, in the first two games are just ridiculous. You know, he's averaging 29 and a half. He's 93, you know, almost 94% at the free throw line. He's shooting 60% in the first two games from the three-point line. And, you know, 65% field goal percentage. So, I mean, he, he's, he's looking unstoppable. And then you're going to add in Steph. And Clay, so it, it's just, I don't know how you, you can match up with these guys as a full squad if they're all healthy, you
0: know. Yeah. Do you guys feel like, it kind of seems like now they're kind of subbing Curry. Um, do you feel like they're going to re- keep this, I guess, plan that they put in place throughout the remainder of the playoffs? Do you think they're going to switch it up?
2: With their lineup that they're doing, the Jordan Pool, Clay Thompson, stuff. Draymond and Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, run with it until it's until somebody stops it. I guess. I mean, Draymond is like an MVP candidate, former MVP like that. I mean, uh, go ahead. So, yeah, I
1: run think I, I think we're gonna see it a little more. But you know, they're they're just still working stuff back from that injury. So I, I think this series, they kind of, I think they know they got this series in the bag. They're kind of taking it easy with the minutes and all that. So uh, I think they're going to be rested up. And, and they're, they're, they'll show us some more, I, I know, the next round, too.
0: Yeah, conserving his minutes, spreading out, like, his workload. Um, do you guys feel like this is going to be a sweep? Do you feel like the Nuggets are going to put up anything?
2: They're not going to win no game. Warriors keep playing how they plan. mm I got a sweep, too. A
0: sweep. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the Nuggets, they started off both great the games great. They, they had a first-quarter lead, but it's just these Warriors, they go on like a 15-0 no, run so quick and so easily. It's just, I, I don't know. Denver's just outmanned at this point. I, I can't see them winning one game in the series. That's going to be
0: interesting to see. Um, another game. Winner that was also I feel like interesting little twist. Memphis and uh, Timberwolves. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves leading the series one and zero. Oh. How was that game for you guys watching it?
2: I loved it. It was fast paced, young young people hooping. Like it was a great game. I thought, and I love, I love both of these teams though. I love Memphis and John Morant. And I like since Pat Bev went to these Timberwolves, the attitude that they got, mm-hmm. you know, like they 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 feel like they're the best. You hear uh, Anthony Edwards talking. You know how he talks about himself. Dude, you can ask him if he's who's the greatest player of all the time. And he'll say me, like, just because that's how he feels. <laughs> Not because he actually thinks, it. you know what I'm saying? But like, the, it's the confidence that they have is great. I'm excited for this series. Uh, uh, this is this
1: is going to be one of the surprising, entertaining series. I think, uh, especially the first round. I just Anthony Edwards. Uh, we w- we've been mentioning his name, you know, throughout the season, and it's just already like it- it's fun. The NBA is going in such a good spot with these young dudes that can do what they're doing in in the playoffs in their first ever playoffs too. Um, just it, it, they're only going to get better. And, and which means th- these games, you know, in the future are, are going to be that much better as well. So fun.
0: Yeah. The series has, I feel like the most energy coming from it with these two teams for sure. Um, yeah. Moving on to Dallas and Utah. Um, we still have Luca sitting out with a calf strain injury. Um, their series is tied one-to-one. Do you guys feel like this series is going to be a little bit of a,
2: Back and forth. Not if Luca comes back, <laughs> like if Luke comes back, there's going to be a 4 1 series, you know. <laughs> and Utah, seriously, like Utah needed to go up 2 0 if Luca didn't play two games. If Luca don't play three games, they need to go up 3 0. Whatever they do, whatever they needed to do to win the series, they already messed up by letting Dallas slip that one game in. But like a lot of credit to Jalen Brunson 41. That's tough. He's never been like a, he's never been like a score, like a scorer like that, you know. He's always been like a, like a facilitator. He can score, like don't even, he can score, but he's a point guard, like a true point guard, you know. So that 41 points in the dub, is huge. Especially if Luka comes back next game, game three,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. it's over with Utah. And they've already not really been playing that well towards the end of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, if Luca comes back, the series is over. But I, I still think kind of, the series is kind of over, even without Luca. I, I know that Utah stole a game like they're supposed to do on the road in in, in Dallas. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we all looked at this Mavs team without Luca, And we said, like, without him, all right, Jazz, they should win the series. Like, it should maybe even be a sweep almost without them. But this kind of just proved to me, like, that trade, you know, in the middle of the season, worked out really well here for the Dallas Mavericks because you're able to give Brunson a, a bigger role. Um, Dinwiddie coming in, like it, it's just, it's it's looking nice. Like they added a little more depth, and if they're beating the Jazz, who got all their guys basically, um, you know, it, it's just it, the confidence for the Dallas Mavericks has got to be high right now.
0: Yeah. Our last series in the West, um, Suns and the Pelicans, that I feel like looking like a sweep. What do you guys feel like is going to come out of that series?
2: Bring the brooms out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, wait, wait. That's, that's sure. another one of the teams that you really didn't think would even really make the playoffs like that. So, you know, yeah, sweep and the Suns, best team in the NBA right now, so.
0: Yeah, looking like a lot of sweeps for the West. Go ahead, Mike, you want to say something?
1: Oh, no, I was just i was just going to say, like, it, it, that game was close, too. And then all of a sudden, Chris Paul comes in and, I don't know, what he did rip off, like, 12 straight points himself or something like that? He, he hit, like, three threes in a row, I thought. Um, he was just – I mean, if that's what you're going to get, it, it's hard. It, it's just like the Golden State thing, like – they can just go on these quick stretches and and got guys that can go on stretches by themselves. And it's hard to stop that. And you got, you got, you got, even if you throw everything at them, you you can't do it. So, I mean, that's what I saw. Like I think it was the fourth quarter. It was a close game for the most part. And then all of a sudden, you know, Chris Paul does what Chris Paul does. And this is why he's, you know, a top three, four point guard ever in the league. So, I mean, yeah, Phoenix, I hope we get a Golden State Phoenix fi- uh, conference finals.
0: I was just gonna say, um, I know it's kind of early, but I'd love to hear you guys' semifinals predictions for the West.
1: Yeah, Golden go go yeah. go go State
2: Utah. To say, Utah.
1: Wait, Utah? You mean Phoenix?
2: I no, not Utah. Not Utah. Woo! I just oh. <laughs> yeah, Golden State Phoenix. Never Utah. I don't even like Utah.
1: God, all right,
2: <laughs> but Yo, uh, yeah, Golden State and uh, Phoenix for sure.
1: That that's gonna be interesting. If Utah doesn't get out of the first round, I'd be interested to see if uh, Donovan Mitchell is elsewhere next year.
0: Where could you see I, him?
1: I don't know, but I know there's gonna be plenty of teams calling to get him in there because right now which just it's not cutting it with what they got. I don't know if it's Quinn Snyder, um, but, I mean, they put a good regular season together and then come playoffs. I mean, they're either one and done or they just mm-hmm. – they fizzle out, which, yeah, it's just something, which I – mean, how good that team is, but they're, they expose Rudy Gobert too. So maybe you got to trade Gobert and get somebody else in there to play with Mitchell, but, yeah, I mean, Gobert, he's this great defensive guy in the regular season and come playoffs. You know, people are switching on him and making him pay.
0: Okay, so you guys said Golden State and Phoenix. Do we see a dark horse team coming up, like possibly Timberwolves, Grizzlies? Do we see them in that talk, or no?
1: I think the Mavericks. I don't think would I see be my, Yeah, I think Mavericks would probably be my only dark horse team.
0: All right, and then for your East predictions, what do you guys see?
1: See, the East is tougher for me. A lot tougher just because I feel like the teams are so evenly matched. Ugh. I mean, I, st- I want to still go Brooklyn and what would it be, Brooklyn and Milwaukee? I don't know how that would work. Trying to think
2: what no, it, so it would be the one, one, eight, four, or five, and on one side of the bracket. So Pelican or not Pelicans, um, the Miami, yeah, Miami the Hawks and then you have the Raptors and the Sixers so like if I'm looking at it, I would probably have to go like 76ers Ooh. books
1: shoot mm. I you know it would be a great series 76ers and Brooklyn
0: Brooklyn yeah that
1: would Ooh. be yeah, I mean you talking about Ben Simmons will be back by then and him going to Philly yeah. for the first time and playing on the court Well oh, that that would be that's, that's what I'm rooting for that's what I'm rooting I'm for yeah and and then imagine if we got the Golden State and Brooklyn NBA Finals,
2: Kyrie and Steph, KD, yeah, that's good. KD,
1: <laughs> KD playing against the Warriors, and oh, man, that I don't, would know, just be I don't fun know. to see who.
2: I'm a Brooklyn has enough defense for that. I'm not right.
1: Gonna lie. I don't. I think that's that's where they would meet their match because I think they would ball. be able to handle. I think they would be able to handle uh, Phoenix. I really do. And, uh, bro, I mean, and that's the thing, too. If Simmons comes back, I, I still think, like, the Mets are a sneaky defensive team when they want to be. And they were causing some turnovers as well. They, they were playing good defense. It's just, I mean, you, you see Tatum. He's he's making some ridiculous shots. I mean, he, he's shit hitting shots like Kobe out there sometimes. So, uh, I think they played pretty well, and that's why this game was so close.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Because Ben is back. I know he's cleared, right? He's playing – four on four recently he was just clear for contact
1: yeah he's clear for contact yeah it's
0: gonna be interesting to see how that comes out well we will see um we have some games tonight do you guys want to go over games tonight yeah okay let's go over some of those right now okay atlanta
1: at miami in a half hour or 20 minutes
0: we do, and then we have the Timberwolves and Grizzlies playing today, and then the Pelicans and Suns. Uh, I'm excited to see this Grizzly game.
2: Me too. I think the Heat are going to beat the Hawks by 20. <laughs> and I want to say, I want to say that the Grizzlies sneak another win over Memphis. Or not Grizzlies, Timberwolves. Timberwolves. I'm Timberwolves. tweaking my words today. Minnesota, I'm going to go cities. Minnesota is going to take it over uh, Memphis. And it's going to make the series real interesting.
1: See, I, I, got it the other way. I, well, I still got Miami, but uh, I think Memphis is gonna win it at home tonight. I don't think, I think they'll be ready to not go down 2-0 in this series, and you know that would be a potential sweep on the road if they went out there and, and lost tonight. So, uh, I think Memphis is gonna bounce back and uh, you know give them the best shot. And then obviously, I'm, I'm guessing we both got Phoenix, and we all got Phoenix tonight.
2: Everybody <laughs> in the world has yeah, Phoenix,
0: for
1: sure. right?
0: Yeah, I'm hoping for a Grizzly win. I feel like it's just going to keep it more entertaining. One and one, <sighs> two and
2: two. Yeah, I, I feel like the Timberwolves win would keep it more entertaining because everybody knows Memphis is the better team. You know, mm-hmm. just the matchup game. Like, I don't, even if they went down 2 0, I think it would go to like a game seven. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. And then for tomorrow's games, you might as well talk about those. We have the Nets back at um, the Garden, and then we have the Sixers at the Raptors. Um, How do you feel like the Nets are going to come back um, for game two?
2: I think Kyrie's pissed off, and I think they're going to (laughs) hoop. I think they take game two for sure. Yeah, I think Katie's
1: going to be locked in. I'm I'm thinking KD goes for at least 35 in, in game two. And he's going to he, – he won't turn over the ball as much. I know the Celtics' defense is really good, but I, mm-hmm. I think that they're just going to have a game plan. But, um, so yeah, I, I, I just – I can't see Brooklyn going down 0-2 in this series, but you never know.
2: Yeah, and then the Toronto-Philly game, Philly's probably going to whoop them again just like they've been doing. they them like little kids out Four there. Rafters.
0: Yeah, just tossing them around.
2: Especially yeah, Scotty Vaughn had kind a of tweaked anchor too, so we'll see how that goes. And then Chicago, Milwaukee. I gotta go Milwaukee. I'm a Chicago fan, but I gotta go
0: Milwaukee. Yeah, I think months. I think
2: think the Bulls are gonna win Game Three
1: when they come home, and that's probably gonna be it. Yeah.
0: You think that's it? <laughs>
2: yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's so unfortunate. I just don't know what's going on with the Bulls right now. I know there was a lot of talk also about um, the refs at the previous game. How do you guys feel about that uh, or lack thereof, the calling that they were having during that game?
2: I mean, good refs or bad refs, basketball is basketball. You can't – nothing you say or do is going to change, you know what I'm saying, with how the refs officiate the game. So they, they got to just overcome it because they're not the only team on any given night that maybe has, you know, some bad refs or some refs that seem a little one-sided. I mean, shoot, you look at any Philadelphia game, you know, they hit the line all the time. So you saw Nick Nurse and Joel Embiid over there arguing about the cause. So, you know, <laughs> that you was funny as well. Yeah, it was, but you can't use it as no excuse. You just got to go play and not sit here and complain because it's not going to help nothing.
1: Yeah, I like what Embiid had to say about that at the end. He's like, yo, I I respect him as a coach, but stop complaining to the refs all the damn time. That
0: was funny. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. With these next couple days of games, we'll definitely come back with um, a different series, I guess, outcome. Maybe we'll change. Um, Anything else you guys want to add? That's about it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining in uh, Deep3Pod and we will catch you guys next Tuesday.